We're going to be talking about normalizing your new normal uh, through any type of weight loss transformation. So we are your hosts, Britt and Sam. We have hey, been best friends for forever. And at one point in our life, we were both combined over 600 pounds. But we were still cute, even over 600 pounds. Don't, Don't misunderstand it. Like it. it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We just wasn't healthy, but we were still fine. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, my name is Brittany. I am from Detroit. I had the gastric sleeve on December 3rd, 2020. And I am Sam. I'm also from Detroit. So, Detroit raised me, but New York made me because that's where I live currently. She left me. I mean, but you're here in New York. So, <laughs> let's let's keep it real. Um, and I received, well, I got the gastric sleeve on July 19th, 2016. Yep, 2016. It'll be five years. So on the podcast, we're going to be, sometimes it'll just be me and Sam. Um, other times we will have experts like nutritionists, trainers, um, different people that are navigating, that can help you navigate your new normal with mind, body, and soul, getting all that together. It's really, you know, it's not just about the weight loss journey, right? It's really about everything that helps you become a better you so as she mentioned the nutritionist and things like that but it also can be somewhat interior designer because you're transforming your space it could be trainers as she mentioned it could be anyone other therapist because you you're gonna need that you know i got one i keep on that um so it could be any of those people or it could be other people that are going through some type of weight loss transformation whether you had a baby whether you had a gastric sleeve whether you had to bypass whatever it might look like naturally whether you you know did diet pills which that's a whole nother situation in itself it could be any of those things So um, the reason why we decided to do this podcast is because in doing the research for me in the sleeve, I was looking on YouTube, um, trying to join different Facebook groups. And it was really no new content out there Mm -hmm. as far as people who had stuff on YouTube that I could watch that I could relate to. It definitely wasn't anything for anybody that looked like either one of us, no people of color. And I would call Sam up and ask her questions that I was afraid to ask the doctor. Uh-huh. Like, um, do your lady parts lose weight? Uh, when can you when can you have sex after how soon can you have sex after the surgery? Because the doctor tell you something, but what can I when can I really get it in? You know, people live life on the edge. Yes. Um, I asked her all kind of crazy stuff and Nobody was asking that in the groups. So I really wanted to, I wanted a space where we could, where you could kind of like talk to your best friend like I was talking to you. And so for me, what was like additional to the why was I didn't have any of that. So when I had weight loss surgery, it was just me. I had to figure it out by myself. It was groups on Facebook or you could YouTube and things of that nature. But those places really you know it was new and weight loss surgery was really taboo nobody had gone through it versus now between me and Britt I have several other people who've gone through weight loss surgery and you know somebody who just got approved today so yeah like so between all of that like it really 
how do we create an inclusive environment? Answer all those questions. And not just about weight loss surgery. It could be, you know, as we mentioned, any weight loss situation, how do you go through all of that? And how do we create a really, really safe environment and combine our two passions? Brittany loves talking. She loves communicating. She uh, always communicator. Over, That's me. Uh-huh. Over a yeah. communicator. Um, she always wants to do a podcast. I really, although it's going to sound crazy, I really don't necessarily like people a lot, but I enjoy helping people. And that's always even my profession. That's what I've done professionally. So between the two, combining her passion for be doing a podcast, my passion for helping people, Hold Up Weight was born. Our baby. Our little baby. Our little munchkin. <laughs> so and going into the podcast, we did have some fears. Um, for me, I definitely was, I'm such a private person. So I thought going into the podcast putting myself out there as far as letting people know that I had weight loss surgery because I had weight loss surgery in 2020, the year of our Lord, when we were already in quarantine. Mm -hmm. So I could have just emerged a new person. Nobody would have ever known because I was in the house for a year. And that's so, what everybody was doing. Everybody, yeah. everybody is, the world is opening <laughs> up. It's coming back with new bodies, new lives. That's right. People know no different. I ain't seen my coworkers in a year. So I could have easily said, oh, okay, because I'm private. That's not something I would normally tell anybody outside of our circle. Mm-hmm. So that was a fear of mine, just putting myself out there, letting people into a part of my business that they probably would never have been a part of. What about you? Yeah, I would piggyback on that. Part of that is the fear was a big fear is the privacy part. And I just think that the world of social media has created this environment where people feel like they can say and have an opinion about your life. So going through weight loss surgery or any transformation, when you put yourself out there, although like our purpose really was to create this inclusive, no nothing held back environment people take that to an extreme and we knew we was gonna have some fools so, that was gonna come in crazy yes yeah. and yeah. you know we still we've lost a tremendous amount of weight but we still thick in the thighs so Very you much know so. Th- yeah so if with, you listening to this go to the instagram and see we still we think came a mighty long way yeah but but we got a long way it's the whole go. situation yes yeah so you know opening up for people to to see that to see you know, that I had weight loss surgery and the scrutiny of it's easy. Like, that's the easy way out. No, it's not. When no. your stomach becomes the size of a banana, that's not the easy way out. So really, you know, opening yourself up because you mentioned we both private. Like, yeah. whatever you see on any type of social media or anything. It's what we want surface. you to see. Yep, it's very yep. surface. Yeah. So I think that was a the really. The two most private people decided to start a podcast and put all our health business in the streets. Maybe. I don't I mean it was definitely a good idea, but I don't know how we decided to do it. It was the Lord playing the trick on us is what it was. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about some positive. So okay. that was the fears of starting the podcast. Okay, before we go into oh, that, go a really big positive is that we will drop two episodes our first week. Oh yeah. So you got one on Tuesday, June first when you drop in this one, and you're gonna get another one on Thursday, yes. June the third. So we want you to tune back in to hear all that because we don't know when we're gonna do that again. You probably never. This premiere week, so you get two in one. Hey, a two for one. That's what we used to live <laughs> by. Okay, so what was something that you were excited about? Like with your sleeve. So like a new maybe piece of clothing that you never wore that you wore now like just something exciting that you were looking forward to after you had your sleeve okay so I like this Q&A situation so <laughs> let me tell you so um for me a big like 
or like my go-to item is a good old bodysuit. So when we were outside going to work every day, I would wear a bodysuit with my work clothes. I have on the bodysuit now with my little yes, mesh do. sweater. I wear it in the summer with some jeans. Like my go-to really is exciting is the bodysuit, especially since I could tuck my stuff in. Like being able you to nip and You will never understand how good it is to tuck something in. Because, baby, when this stomach is is real big, you don't tuck nothing in. You don't in. tuck nothing in. You, you, it's always flowy. It's a big flowy something. Yeah. It's a yeah. moo-moo. It's <laughs> a, we about to make something out of nothing is what it That's is. That's right. You, uh, you're right. I will say, I haven't tucked anything in just yet, but... I will say that's a that's definitely a goal of mine. I'm not ready for the bodysuits. That's that's you. That's your thing. I don't have anything new and exciting that I, as far as clothing that I am wearing yet. But I will say I think my clothes fit better. Like everything that I have, I was like, how did I fit into this before? Because I feel like your clothes are too big. It's not just the better. That's They're she a hater. They they not too, too big. big. They're not too big. If it's a shirt, you just make it off the shoulder shirt. Okay. If it depends, if you just put a belt on. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. But I don't have anything that I'm necessarily excited about wearing. I haven't tucked anything in yet because I'm only five months out and I feel like I got a long way to go. Like the stomach is still a thing. But I was definitely the big girl that wore, like for my birthday, I had a crop top on. Raindrop. Crop top. <laughs> it was cute though. That was me. And I was definitely over 300 pounds. And I was like, we in Atlanta. I don't know none of these people. They don't know me. So they was getting all this in my crop top. And so that was always me. Mm-hmm. But the new me, like I'm not, I haven't quite crossed all. Like I'm not comfortable there yet. So we will revisit like your new favorite item. Next September. This September. September 2021. Yeah, 2021. We're going to see what this birthday outfit look like. Okay, with on and popping. That's the plan. So with you being newly sleeved, newly with your transformation, what is something that is like you're excited about or didn't realize it was a thing prior to your weight loss? So, you know, I always love working out. Like that even over 300 pounds I would be the biggest person in the workout class but I always worked out and that's something that I did showcase on the social media that I Mm -hmm. had you know you would see me working out but being able to get into a plank for a longer time was definitely that was something I didn't expect being able to do just move my body in different ways you know with 70 pounds gone you can do things baby way easier than you can a whole bunch of things a whole <laughs> a bunch, whole of, bunch things. of things yep. we're talking about we're talking about working out okay okay mm-hmm. sorry Go ahead. you could do that so much easier so i didn't expect that time my shoe mm-hmm. being able to do that without the stomach just being in the way like oh this you can't you don't gotta yep. even put nope. your leg up to say you could just you could just Some lean right now yeah just mm-hmm. lean right over mm-hmm. so that was something i didn't expect and i hadn't had that in I, I can't even remember. I've been a big girl, I feel like, all my life. So that's something that I didn't expect. I guess, like, maybe even a non-scale victory. Mm-hmm. I didn't know until I did it. Like, oh, this feel different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what you got? You got something? Well, I think that, like, it's interesting because I relive stuff and remember stuff through talking to you. Like, oh, like, I remember how that felt. Yeah. Oh, like, because it's so part of my life is is 
now it's part of my day-to-day Correct. life. Except for, you know, now the world's open, semi. Um, we both have been traveling recently yeah. together, individually with our families, things of that nature. And so getting on an airplane and Bye-bye. being able to buckle it without having an extra extender or the little extra pull to make it tighter. Yeah. Waddling through, like you ain't got to waddle through the aisle. Like, excuse me, a booty here. Excuse me. It's Watch there. my fanny. Yeah, like all yeah. of that. Or yeah. having the extra roll. Like I could never sit in a middle seat because yeah. it is the embarrassment of what's that in person and what's that window person. What they gonna be? What looking? are they gonna be thinking? Yes. Yeah. So even but, on my flight here today, I feel like the guy who I sat next to, like we had a conversation Mm -hmm. and I feel like the old me would not have done that because I would have been so trying to lean away from him Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't have leaned into the conversation into the conversation and just tried to, you know, interact with him and talk to him because I would have been thinking like, I don't want you, you know, I don't want me Mm -hmm. to invade your space Mm -hmm. and you feel any type of way. And I think that that's crazy because I mean, you can see I'm fat when I'm walking down the aisle. So you knew what you was getting yourself into. But I feel like it's also society's kind of the way that they make you feel for being fat. Like you can't you have to say excuse me every time you walk some past somebody or. I also think that like it is the society making you feel a certain type of way. But also like what is your normal of healthy? So like you we could be the same height and carry it in the same way and carry it differently. Absolutely. Or you could be different heights, whatever it might look like. So healthy looks different, but when you feel healthy, mind, body, and soul, you carry yourself with a certain confidence. So I That's think true. like even with you having a conversation with him, like you don't have that paranoia. Am I hovering here? Am I doing this? Is he uncomfortable? Is he not uncomfortable? But you also like, I felt like, my head is held a little bit higher. Like, no, you're not gonna look at me crazy. You're not gonna like. I have a certain oomph about my head me. is definitely held higher when yeah. it comes to the dating because you know, no, oh. that's still a struggle. It's still Big the ghetto or bigger. It's still yeah, dating is still the ghetto. But um, I definitely agree with that. Sometimes the stuff that I would, the stuff that I did as I'm still a big girl, but when I was bigger. Um, I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel so much more comfortable navigating the world down 70 pounds. Mm-hmm. I can say I definitely understand. I Yeah, I feel that way. Um, so going into having your surgery, mm-hmm. was it anything that you were afraid of? Like, what was your biggest fear going into surgery? So, of course, it's, you know, throwing it back. I'm a little old. But five years ago, like, thinking about going through the process, it was my relationship with food. Like, by black people, but any ethnic minority group, like, food is everything that we do. That's our go-to. So, listen, somebody had a baby, you eating. Somebody lost a tooth, you eating. Somebody just got out of jail. Oh, we throwing a party. Throwing like, a party. it is, yeah. you know, I'm happy, I'm eating. I'm sad, I'm eating. I had great sex, oh, I'm eating. It I was, didn't get no sex. I'm definitely eating. eating. And so, drinking. Yeah. Right, yep, it's a yeah. whole combination. So what does that look like when you can't, eat as much or that isn't your go-to and so that's where really you know it'll be a whole nother episode or two later but that's when I got into therapy because it was like I have to change my thought process you gotta figure out how to deal with how do you deal with that like I have all this stuff going on what does that look like how do I process the good the bad the ugly whatever it might look like because life is still going on even though you sleep you still got a job you still a mom life still happens 
so bad things just inevitably, however you say it, is going to happen. That just is what it is. So what about you? Like, what was your biggest fear going into it? Because it's still it's fresh in you. Like, it's, it's fresh, fresh. Yeah. I was going to die. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought. And she ain't lying. That was really like. That's what I thought. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't do, I did this in 2020. So that means nobody could go with me. I had to go to the hospital. I literally got dropped off. So we not even, we don't know what room you in. I got dropped off to go get a piece of me extracted. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's what I was like, if I die, nobody, I don't even have nobody by my side to be like, Oh, your last word. No, it's mm -hmm. me and the doctor that I met, you know, two times before. Mm -hmm. So my biggest fear was like, I don't want to die. Mm. So, but a lot of things in the little, you know, some of the YouTube stuff that I did um, watch was helpful. And one doctor said, um, like, you're dying either way. You're mm. unhealthy fat. So, and you're unhealthy, you're unhealthy fat, so you can take the steps to, you know, get the weight mm -hmm. off. And he was like, you know, 99% of the time you're not going to die, but you do need to take a step to either die slowly or, you know, you can get on the table and you might die. But and nine times out of ten, you're not. And I so. think that that part of the that was my mindset like if i don't do something and utilize you know for people who say to sleeve is the easy way out of any weight loss it journey it's not no. because your your stomach is the size of a banana when it starts like and it's you could have any complications whatever but i was fearful of me have going having diabetes or stroking out because of high blood pressure whatever right. it might look like and i wouldn't be around for my son so that was like a bigger yeah thing for me than the actual surgery and you know like surgery is like oh okay well good sleep yeah because i don't know how you had surgery and was at the mall the, the day. very next day with a protein shake like hey yeah. what's I going on surgery and was out for the count so yeah sneaking trying to figure out because remember i had this and i'm by myself mm -hmm. so i'm like i want to be around family mm -hmm. i have a daughter i'm like i want to go back home so i'm lying to the people at the hospital saying oh yeah i'm fine i'm Low-key, I'm nauseous. I'm throwing up. I can't keep nothing down. I'm in pain, and I'm lying because I want to go home. So I did get released the next day, but literally on the drive home, my mom is like, I think I should take you back mm. because I was I, I shouldn't have went home. I mean, clearly we know it all turned mm -hmm. out well because I'm still here, but I just, going through that by myself was not, it wasn't a good thing, but also just lying to get out the hospital, I also I don't recommend not, that. No. Yeah, no. I remember going off on you. You did yeah. what? Yeah. Like, I, why would... Absolutely. Really? Because that... Lie. I'm going to wait till you heal. Then I'm going to cuss you out in the <laughs> best way possible. In the best way. So, what did you try before... For me, like, before I decided to get the sleeve, you know, I was always... I was trying to do everything I could to lose weight as far as, like, working out. But I feel like you were more of a... Like I, you would, you weren't weren't scared to try different things. Oh no, I was definitely a yo-yo dieter, and so I think even before going into the yo-yo dieting, what is important is that it's not, it's not about a diet. It's about a lifestyle change. Yeah. So you know, people go into fat diets and they like, oh, I lost. I was the person I would lose forty to gain fifty. I would lose twenty and I would gain thirty. 
So I did every weight loss program. I did, if you're from Detroit, it is what they call the fat doctor. He on that Baby, Greenfield. everybody know. Listen. If you listening to this podcast, that means you went to the fat doctor. You, you went from to Detroit. the fat doctor. We with his all little disrespectful self. Yeah. But like I, I did that. And especially when you borderline with high blood pressure, which yeah. I had, like, no, I wasn't borderline at that point. I had high blood pressure. So yeah, you taking too. medicine that you ain't supposed to be taking, yeah. but you're trying to combat being a big chops with a capital B, capital chops. And so <laughs> going through that, I also, I had a trainer. I did training. It was also, diet pills was probably my go-to, which is definitely not healthy, thinking back, because of what it That's could do to y'all. That's what yo. I remember you for, okay? <laughs> yeah, like, what definitely. We, we went to the flea market. Me and my cousin, <laughs> who is also my, like, that's my... She my left, my cousin, my right. We love her, we, yes. Gr- boo thing. But we would be at the flea market randomly in Detroit on the, the east name? side. And getting, they illegal They people? were definitely illegal. <laughs> <laughs> they were definitely illegal. So I'm like, hell, I don't risk my life in Detroit you somewhere right. getting diet pills right. on the low. I could definitely go to <laughs> a licensed professional to have surgery. <laughs> like is So I tried all types of... Yeah. You know, it was the diet pills. It was Dyer's tea. It was keto. It any diet that you could possibly think of. I tried it. Think of it. I I've been there, done that. Yeah, yeah. I can say for me the. I'm trying to think. I really wasn't a doctor. I definitely went to the fat doctor. No, everybody went to the everybody fat doctor. Everybody went to the fat no, doctor. No, that's just the thing. Why did we go to him? Did somebody say that they lost weight? Because I feel like everybody that went to him. It was still fat afterwards. I don't know <laughs> like why it we wasn't going like, to, And not like his son do it. So, like, it's It's like, a generational pass down. And people are still fat in Detroit who've gone to him. I don't like nobody is kept doing that. But I definitely went to the fat doctor. Um, I never did the uh, diet. The diet pills. I definitely went with y'all to the flea market, mm-hmm. but I think I was too scared <laughs> to because actually... it was a flea market. Damn it! Like why because, was we in the right, flea market yeah, getting diet pills? Definitely too scared to take a diet pill, but I did. You know, when I had the success that I had with losing weight, it was actually through dieting and working out. But that was pre, you know, having adulting a, adult bills. Like I'm like, oh yeah, I can't. I don't have as much free time as I had before. So I remember we would work out literally like two to three times a day. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody got time to do that no. when you got a job, a kid, a mortgage. Like I had stuff I had to pay. So that cut down. You know, I'm a Jamaican. I got two, three jobs. Girl. So that was my biggest success, though, was with dieting and exercise but the exercise was od like it was probably i remember you going all the time i call you back i'm about to go to the gym i call you back i'm going to class i'm call you back i got <laughs> i'll call you back i'm like well, we didn't work out before the like before the actual workout class we'll be like okay me and lynn meet me at the gym so we could work out before the actual workout we was doing too we did a lot it worked but that's not sustainable not for me where i am in my life that I could have never did that. And I think that is the important part. Like, how do you make sure that whatever changes that you're going through is not literally like, I'm going to do this and it's a one time, like, it's something I can regularly do. It's right. something that I can sustain. It's something that is not, it's part of my lifestyle. It's not, uh, I'm going to do this for 30 days, see what happened, and then that's, that's it. Like, right, because you sleep forever. That's not... It's not going away. This is my stomach is gone. It's forever gone. So I did think about that, though, when because obviously 
that was working out. That was maybe in 2014 or 15. And I did gain that weight back because I was definitely not over 300 pounds when I was mm-hmm. working out. But by 2020, when I got the surgery, mm-hmm. I had gained that weight back plus some. Mm-hmm. So I did think about that when I was, when I thought about getting the surgery. Like, what does, you know, should I go back to working out, you know, and not do the easy way out? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like when you have friends that work out, you get judged. Like, did you choose? You chose the easy way out. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to the gym and you look like this and you ain't been to the gym with me in a year. You feel judged? Because I never felt that way with like, partly because I think when people don't know the struggle, like, yeah, you going to the gym every day and it's not coming out as quickly. But if I eat too much, then I'm sick as a dog. So, you know, I can't enjoy some of the things that like in a healthy way, there are things that I may not be able to do the same as you. So it's not necessarily like it's not. No, I felt judged. But really, I well, I mean, maybe it's in my head. A lot of my friends might be hearing this for the first time and just knowing that I'm asleep. But that's part of the reason why going back to what we said earlier, why I ain't say nothing to nobody. I wanted this decision to be for me. Like even you. When did I tell you like, oh, yeah, I'm getting surgery next week. Mm -hmm. So that I just didn't want. I wanted this decision to be mine. I didn't want anybody's outside influence. Now, I do agree with that because that's how I went. Like, nobody knew at all that I was having surgery until my cousin kept catching me coming from the doctor. So she was like, what the F is wrong with you? (laughs) Like, every time I ever talk to you, you coming from the doctor's appointment. And that was the pre-op part. And I was like, well, I'm going through this. But literally, no one knew. My mama didn't know. You didn't know. She wouldn't have known my significant other at the time. He didn't know. And I lived with him. Like, yeah. nobody knew that I was going through the process because it was a decision that I had to make. Partly also because I thought about doing it beforehand. And people were like, talk me out of it. Yep. You know, you shouldn't do it. You, and I was like, well, let me make a decision on my own. Mm-hmm. But I've never felt after the fact like people viewed it as an easy way out from my end like friends wise but also I was never a huge person with working out so I could see that part like I worked out right there but not go. to the extent that you have or do yeah because that was definitely you know I love a good workout class you a girl, what class sign me up <laughs> that was me I love a good workout class like I said even being big that was my thing so I think not from my friends that worked out, but sometimes that, you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't think that they meant to be, but sometimes, you know how you had those friends that just what they think they say, Mm. you don't process it. Mm. So I did talk to somebody who I worked out with. And I, I honestly don't think she meant it in any shady way. Not at all because I love her, but it did. It came off a little shady. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? That's just something I was like, at least it came from somebody that I know really loves me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a hater that said it, but I was like, this is why I didn't, this is why I keep my business, my business. Not for the streets. Everything ain't for the streets. (sighs) Yeah. No, I never think ain't for the streets. Um, so tell me something that you like a new so a new snack or a new way because Sam cooks for y'all that's out there listening. A small this village is, in Africa. Yes. Right? 
literally she cooks. If you just coming over, if it's her and one other person, she can feed five people. So cooking, baking, that's your thing. So how did you go on, you know, sleep? I'm not a cooker, so Ooh. that's not. <laughs> but what's something new that you either cooked, you know what I'm saying, healthy, like you changed an unhealthy thing to a healthy thing or something healthy that you like now? So I will say that I... um prior i definitely the both of us we are really picky eaters like absolutely just ridiculous like i'm super random like i don't eat condiments never have no mayo no salad like all of that is like and if the chicken got a bone in it that's not her thing at all it scares me i can't i don't understand how y'all eat chicken wings i don't that the vein and the dark stuff that's just people that we we are non-judgmental here no 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 Uh -uh. we are non-judgmental you can't judge people who eat chicken on the bone so i like a good wing especially after you done been out drinking like it's us that's that's your problem yeah that's that that's why that's why that's why we was the big child that's the next show yeah um so <laughs> something healthy that like i've really changed my path not completely changed it but i try more so i'm obsessed with brussels sprouts now which i feel like partly like is those. old lady stuff now as i gotten older yeah um i'm really into my one of my favorite sides because i love a good macaroni and cheese my mama make the best macaroni and cheese in the world but you can't have it all the time so i make cauliflower mac and cheese so yeah. i'm hoping i get to try that while i'm here it won't be this weekend <laughs> that'll be a no oh, okay. um okay. so i think that is is some of that what about you what's like a go-to um, for you so you know for me definitely my um my goal, I'm d- probably the pickiest eater i feel like on the planet but i love now a good like I'm not a bacon person I do a turkey bacon I love turkey bacon um I can do a the instead of juice the little squeezers kool-aid squeezers mm-hmm. I love those or the crystal light package you can put I feel like it tastes just like juice anything zero sugar it's really not that bad like so for juices I feel like I got that on lock I don't ever have to drink a juice again mm-hmm. I am good with the that can be like a healthy hack that we can that and we that can is give exactly y'all. what it is that is our yes. healthy hack of the week so whether it is crystal light they have different flavors they got a kool-aid flavor for you know yep. people who like red kool-aid zero calorie um is great for your water because i was a huge juice drinker prior to surgery mm-hmm. and this isn't just about a weight loss healthy hack it, a weight loss surgery it's any transformation so you can put in water you also um i'm a fan of for vodka so if you're going out you just get your vodka on the rocks you squeeze a little of that in there and it makes it like if you don't want the juice or the extra calories you add it to it so that is you know that's what we recommend try it this week go to instagram we'll definitely have a picture of it we'll show you a drink that sam made um using the kool-aid squeezer she she I can make cook a it in. Yep, she a bar. She the resident bartender. Um, but she'll we'll have that on our Instagram. Hold up, wait. W i w e i g h t, and you can see our favorite ones that we like to use. All right, so that's our first episode. It's over. We made it. Thank God. We it was a long time coming. We made it over. <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all next Tuesday. Until next time. You ready for the next episode? Mm. Hope you're ready.
you ready for the next episode? Hope you ready for the next episode. Hey.